Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode and hitting play. I really appreciate it. I'm relatively new to this stuff, so I appreciate anybody who t- gives it a listen. So I just want to give a uh, quick uh, quote over to my previous episode, um, the one I did with uh, Mr. Tinkles. Uh, for some reason, the audio was a little weird on that one. For some reason, the background music super loud, and our audio is really quiet. Um, so it's it's a little bit weird on, on Spotify. I went back into the this app to uh, adjust it. Hopefully it updates relatively soon so it no longer has that weird audio problem. So if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, if you would like to give them a listen, if you like this one, I would greatly appreciate it. So the movie we're going to review today is Ted from 2012. It is directed and written by Seth MacFarlane, who I just want to give a quick shout out by saying um, I am a big fan uh, a family guy and Seth MacFarlane. I, I like the way he does his comedy sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to say sometimes because there's some movies of his I'm not that big of a fan of. Um, I do I do really like this one. I, I'm a big fan of Ted and I think most people are. Um, the Thunder Buddies th- song is a really well-known thing from this movie. Um, and I'm a huge fan of the, like the first seven seasons of Family Guy. I still like Family Guy. I don't, I don't hate it. Like I know some people do nowadays, but I, I still can enjoy it and get a laugh. But the, those first seven seasons for me, I really liked. Um, but so I'm going to get into this movie. So obviously the comedy, um, is something that's very uh, similar to Family Guy. Uh, it's raunchy. I would say this one's a little more raunchy than normally on Family Guy because Family Guy's on TV. This one isn't. Um, so the comedy is way more raunchy. Uh, they say fuck a lot. They say cunt, motherfucker, all this stuff. And they all have Boston accents, which I can relate to because I'm a duck that's from New England. Um, so I really like the comedy in terms of that aspect. I am so my flavor of comedy is I'm pretty I'm pretty open to most kind of uh, humor. Um, I have a pretty good sense of humor, I would say. So pretty much, if it's not obnoxious, I'll usually can find some sort of humor in a joke. Um, some things like the Jake Paul or Logan Paul to me that shit's annoying. So to give you some context, the kind of humor I find obnoxious being an idiot, I don't find funny. So, um, unless it's self-deprecating in the right way, I can find it funny, but just being an idiot to be an idiot is stupid to me. So, I just want to give you some context on what kind of comedy I don't like. Um, but the, yeah, so the comedy of this movie is a big pro. Um, I get a lot of laughs in this movie. It's, it's one of those palate cleanser movies, similar to The Longest Yard. Um, I watch this in between, like, those dark or serious movies or something that's really loud and bombastic. This one's just a, a quick, good, easy, easy movie to go down. Um, and I, I, I always find myself laughing pretty hard when I watch this movie. You So this is the kind of movie you can't watch multiple times, like, in a row. Um, otherwise, it's no longer funny. Like, it's funny, but you need to, like, like, like maybe, like, once or twice a year. You should watch the movie and you'd still find it funny. Um, yeah, if you watch this, like, say, multiple times a month, you, it would probably get old very quickly. Um, uh, the next big pro for this movie for me, I, so one of my passions, and it would be a big dream of for this duck, is to be a professional voice actor. Um, and so I really like watching Seth MacFarlane stuff because he is a very great voice actor. 
Um, I love his voices, and I really, I really like his like Peter Boston accent. I think it's really funny because being someone that's from New England, I've I it's a pretty it's a pretty common voice to hear around here, um, especially like big fat guys from Massachusetts. You'll hear it a lot. So I really like the voices that he does for this movie. Ted's voice, I think, really fits the character. It's really funny. Um, Mark Wahlberg, who has pretty much hit or miss with me. He has some really good movies and some really bad ones. Um, and this one, I think he, I think he's really good with comedy. I, I think he, he's really good with this kind of humor. And I, I think it carried even into Ted Two, which I don't think is as good as the first one, but he's funny and both. So I think he knows how to work with his humor, and he's good with humor that will sometimes make fun of himself. Um, I think after he did the Marky Mark, I think he, he's pretty used to making jokes about it in himself. So I think that's why he does so well with the self-deprecation in this movie. Um, Mila Kunis, who is also pretty hit or miss in terms of uh, good movies and bad movies. I also like her in this movie. She does a, I think she handles the comedy really well, mainly because she voices Meg on Family Guy. So I think she, she knew exactly what Seth MacFarlane wanted from the role. So I think that's why she fits so well into this movie. Um, although, so it's, it's kind of weird. It's, I don't want, it's not necessarily, it's not a hindrance to the movie. It's just something I kind of noticed. Like, why is it to me? I know she's not that much younger than Mark Wahlberg, at least I don't think she is, but I feel like even in the second one, I feel like Mark looks a lot older than Mila, and that might just because she's really hot and he's he's Mark Wahlberg. He's not ugly, that's not what I'm saying, applying at all, like he's, he's fucking ripped, but he's not Mila Kunis, if you know what I mean. It's just something I noticed, like it's always like, they always have a hot chick in these movies. I don't know, sometimes I feel like you should just have someone with like a normal looking woman. Every once in a while, like I get it, the hot chick, it, it's kind of funny, like the, the down on his luck loser, like the man child is with the hot chick and that's how he has to change so he, so he can, he deserves a hot chick. I understand that's somewhat of a trope in comedies, but it kind of gets old after you see a bunch of them, at least from my standpoint. Uh, some people don't because some people like the idea that they can also end up with a hot chick. I'm more realistic, uh, even though my wife is gorgeous, so, you know, she's got beautiful feathers. Um... So another, so what kind of makes this movie a lot are the villains of this movie. Like it doesn't have a particular villain. It's just like this crazy stalker that's obsessed with Ted and his son. So this guy, um, in, in the unrated version, he has more scenes, especially as a child. Like his dad is like an alcoholic piece of shit. He swears and beats him. Um, <laughs> so he saw him as a kid because in this movie, Mark Wahlberg's character as a child wished that his teddy bear at eight years old he could talk and be alive. So that's how Ted comes into the universe. Um, so he was on the news on the Ed Sullivan show and all that stuff. And he saw him on TV and he always wanted to have a talking teddy bear. And he asked his father like, Hey, can I have, can I have a magical bear? He was like, no, fuck you. So that's like his whole thing is that basically raising a terrible environment. He went crazy and he's just obsessed with Ted and he wants Ted, um, for his son. And his son, they make a lot of they make a lot of fat jokes in this movie, which was surprising because usually when they make fat jokes, it's towards an adult. But they made a lot of them towards the kid. Um, it's not a negative for me. I, I mean, it's it's not it's not a joke. I'm offended. I don't care. I think it's funny. I'm a bit of a heavy duck, so I think I, I'm I'm given the uh, permission to make fun of fat people in this movie. Um, it's my seal of approval. Uh, 
So I, I thought that part is it's hit the part of the movie where Ted gets taken by them and he's like watching te- the music video and he's like being crazy. He's like drinking this drink and he's doing like this really funky dance similar to like Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lambs. It really cracked me up, um, especially with how like weird he is. He's got like a pedo stash and there's a few times where he tries to like ask things like he tries to ask Mark Wahlberg if you buy Ted off of him. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? And so that's funny if he goes over there. Um so that I like those parts, uh, especially when he sees Ted in like an alley, and he's like, "Oh, like," <laughs> and his girlfriend comes up, Tammy Lynn. He's like, "Who is that?" And he's like, "Oh, that's just, uh, that's just the crazy guy down the road." And like that's funny. Or uh, he also calls him uh, uh, Sinead O'Connor. That was funny. <laughs> I thought those. I, I, I mean, it's kind of weird when you look at him. He kind of does like look like Sinead O'Connor, especially nowadays. So yeah, I, I liked all those parts of the movie and it's just like a nice, easy movie. There's, it's nothing too complicated. The story isn't like, so that's the only thing that's not like necessarily great about the movie. The humor is great. The characters are funny and it's great. I love the obsession with Flash Gordon and Flash Gordon makes an appearance in this movie. Um, I really like those parts of the movie because uh, I really like old science fiction movies and I, I am a wicked nerd. I'm a nerdy duck. Um, so I like, I like all that stuff. So I like the homages to those old movies and science fiction and being like a, the nerdy, the nerdy kid. So I like that stuff, um, in the movie, but the story overall is, is not like anything fantastic or new. It's, it's basically just a romantic comedy. It's not like, but the story is of a romantic comedy. If you know what I mean? Like, it's just like the guy with a girl and she's like, you're just not man enough to be with me. And he's just like, nah, man, it's cool. And then he gets into a bunch of shenanigans. And then at the end, he's like, listen, girl, I've matured. And she's like, okay, I'll give you a chance. And then they end up happily ever after. And that's basically how the, how the movie goes. So it's nothing like the great, the movie's not great. It's not going to win any awards. Oh, the story's not great. The movie's good. The movie is good. Um, the story, the story is not great, but yeah, it's not going to win any awards or anything like that. It's just like a fun, easy movie to watch. It's, it, I would imagine any teenager that watched this movie would love this movie. It's, it's, it's legitimately funny. I mean, I first watched it when I was a teenager, so that's probably why, um, now I still, still really like the movie because nothing, my uh, humor has matured in the slice <laughs> ever since I was like 15. Um, so yeah, I like, I like that story. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna give this movie a seven out of ten. Um, it's it's above average in terms of the humor. It's the humor, the characters, and the chemistry of the characters and the actors along with each other. Um, the jokes are top notch. Uh, I th- so it does have a similar humor to Family Guy, but it's obviously different because it's not a cartoon setting, nor is it a parody of like the nuclear family. So the humor is slightly different. There's no like no cutaways like normal. So I think this humor is better than normal Family Guy to me anyway. So that's why I think the humor gives it, bumps it up much higher than normal. Um, and I'll, there's no like bad performances. Like there's anybody here. I'm like, there's no parts in the movie. Where I'm like, Ugh, this is so fucking stupid. Like I like, I like the whole thing, but it's just, I'm not, I can't rate it higher than a seven because this movie isn't along the same lines as like, there'll be blood, the Godfather it, it, and giving it an eight just would just decrease the value of a high rating like that. So it's a really it's it's like an eight out of ten compared to other comedies. Not that comedies are traditionally like worse and aren't as good as dramas, but it's it's a kind of comedy that's really funny. But the story, the writing, and the, and the actual dialogue isn't anything that can compete with those movies. Um, this movie in particular, this comedy. So it has to be a seven out of ten. 
for me anyway. So I'm, I hope you listened to the whole thing. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you agree with me, if you don't agree with me, um, maybe if you can, if you know me on social media or have me on social media, maybe if you want to shoot me a message and say why I'm wrong or if you agree with me, that'd be great. Um, I'm down for any sort of feedback, whether negative or positive. I'm just trying to grow and basically get more used to this and more comfortable with this as I go. And I, th- I think I'm starting to get uh, more comfortable with it. Uh, so yeah, I, I really appreciate anyone who's been listening. Um, we're actually doing pretty good in terms of like listenings and audience. So I really appreciate that. This has been a, uh, a dream of this duck from, from a, from a long time. And it's really great. Thank you. <laughs>